Welcome to the Girls Talking Shit Podcast. In today's episode, we discuss women in the workplace, when your bestie gets wiped up, and the 90-day rule. Girls Talking Shit Woo! Show. Woo! Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, this is a platform for women to have a voice, uh, for women to speak their opinions freely. Um, it's an open and safe space. And... Um, I will be your host this evening. My name is Stephanie, but you could call me Hefany on the weekends with a drink, drink in, in my, my hand. hand. Okay. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that. That's right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but you know what? I have two beautiful ladies here with me. And I wrote a little something special. They're going to be my co-hosts for the evening, and I wanted to make sure that I, I recognize them for the beautiful women that they are. Hold on to your seat. Yeah, we appreciate the appreciation. <laughs> we have Tara. She lives in New York City, New York City blonde bombshell, wow, who wow, raises wow. millions of dollars for important causes in her sleep. <laughs> ASU graduate... Graduate Brains and Beauty. Oh, Tara is a cancer who always puts family and friends first. She is single and ready to mingle, fellas. That's right, girl. She is a, a little amen and yes, a little cheers to that. Flip that blonde hair, girl. Ooh. Yes, yes. Okay, I have to stop sipping. All right. <laughs> we have Christina here. She is a Mexicana firecracker oh. that fights for what she wants with a smile on her face. Also, an ASU graduate. That's my girl. Brains right. and beauty times two. Oh, crap! That's right, times two. Christina is a Cancer Leo spicy mamacita cusp who is always down for some fun, laughs, and takeout. Takeout. Food. Cheers to that. That's it. Yep. Okay. Another cheers. Another, Another cheers. cheers. Another cheers. So um, I want to thank you guys for being here. This is the first episode of Girls Talking Shit. Um, you know, this, I, I want this to be a fun, free-flowing discussion. We're going to have different women on the show uh, every week. These are my homegirls. They're my closest friends, so I really appreciate you guys being here. And um, um, I, I thank everyone who's tuning in and listening or watching. Um, so one of the main reasons I wanted to do this show was because I am a single hardworking woman and these are, this is my single hardworking woman family in Astoria. <laughs> There's a couple more of us. <laughs> There's a couple more. <laughs> so we actually have a pack. <laughs> we do. travel very deep. Yeah, so we have a deep fine. pack. Um, but we are, you know, we are all, uh, hardworking women. We're single. Uh, we ain't, we ain't got no man taking care of us. Proudly single, right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, you know, nobody like, no man paying for our nails and to get our hair done. You know what I'm saying? We got to do it on our own. And <laughs> I think um, that just shows, that, you know, the kind of women that we are, especially making a mark in the New York City workforce space. Um, so one of the discussions I kind of wanted to talk with you two is, you know, as women um, in the workplace, I wanted to find out what is leadership like in your office, in your company, um, because 
you know, in having discussions with different women, you know, is, is seeing diversity, is seeing women in leadership roles at your place of work important to you? Mm-hmm. Um, if it is, do you see it where you're working now? Uh, if you're not, what, you know, how does that make you feel? So let's just like, what is it like in your office? I'll take this for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So first off, I think Christina and I are so honored to be the first ones featured on the show. We miss Kaylee tonight. Yep. Um, But I will say that thinking about this a little bit, I know that the individuals who have been important in my life, who have helped pave the way in my career, have been women. I've had great male bosses, two of them who I think of uh, very fondly of, but I have more women bosses who fought for me or appreciated me or took a risk on me. Um, And I don't think that I would say the same about the male bosses. So I do think it's important for a woman who is, you know, whose career is so important to them to have that that female presence. Yeah. I agree. And that's funny that you say that because I think in my like in my office it's either it's like a taboo. It's either women are, you know, being um either bringing like a, a, a term that we use is lift as you climb. And I think and in Cheryl Sandberg's book Lean In she talks a lot about mm-hmm. that, how it's like either women in leadership, like for women to rise up, I think it's 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 a, it's pivotal for women to do it because yeah. it's harder mm-hmm. for men to do it, but then also it takes a certain kind of woman to like, you know, bring another woman up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. I've had I've had really tough um situations where I feel like the woman was kind of pushing me down. Yeah. And I agree because I think a lot in my career is someone that's helped me a ton is one of my bosses who was a female because she could relate to me as much and being like, I see a lot in you what I used to see in myself when I was younger starting out and she can relate to me to the the struggle of what a career in a company of a male-driven exec team or CEO team is and she basically helped me through those struggles because she understands when a male wouldn't in that situation yeah. and they empower you in a way that a male can't and not saying that that's not possible but it kind of hits home in a different in a different way so it's I think in my situation it it's definitely driven to me where I am today to be able to be where I am mm-hmm. so wow that's interesting yeah so I had one boss who was a little bit of a hater she was a woman. She was young. I think because we were those at the are same. Those the worst. That's, like, those are the worst. I yeah. think, I mean, even as much so as we're, and I don't mean to cut you off, but as much so as we're talking about how, you know, I've had great women boss. I've also had, like, really awful bosses yeah. who were women. That yeah. Want, that want to see you fall. But, yeah. but I think, like, it goes back to the threatening factor. Like, yeah. I think this girl can do my job and I'm just going to pump the brakes a little bit. But I also look back at those women and there's two in particular in my life who, you know, made me cry every single, jo- every single day at my job, yeah. but 
I also cross my T's and dot my I's because they inspired me to want to do better or um, kind of threatened me to do so. Yes. So I think it, it's twofold. It, yeah. it, it's like that Devil Wars Prada situation. Mm -hmm. It's like they're hard on you because they know that you can handle it and they want to see you perform because they see such potential in you. But you don't know that in those situations. Yeah. You're just thinking... This what? woman is yeah. on my awful. ass. She's awful. And I'm yeah. crying every day. I'm losing yeah. six pounds because I can't breathe. I oh, can't you're gaining sleep. six pounds. Oh, you're gaining six pounds because <laughs> you're, you're stressy. You this big mask and you don't know what to do. And then what next thing you know, it's bikini season. You can't go to Cancun. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. What am I supposed to do? I want a paycheck. No, it's true. I, I, there was a yeah. situation once where she... I honestly thought she hated me. I thought I was doing the worst job ever. And Christmas came around and she got me like a really nice bottle of wine with such a nice note and I'm like, this woman likes me? Like she thinks I'm doing a good job? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is actually like, really nice. <laughs> and they do the double but they yeah. yeah, exactly. Um yeah, so okay. What is uh so I what my first company that I worked with, the CEO was a black male, which I was just okay. like, I loved it. The CEO, the CFO was, <laughs> you know, yes. I love oh, black males. Man of color. I'm, I'm I gonna, love him. I'm going to be here till I die. I'm totally for the color. But he was married. So I was just like, I got to move on. Um, but is it important for, uh, for you to see diversity um, in leadership? And do you see it at your workplace? I'll take. I'll start with this one. Yeah. I think I definitely think it's important, um, particularly in the non nonprofit field yeah. that I've been exposed to. I think it's important to see diversity, not just with male and female, but all yeah. different types of people, because that's what makes the world go round. Um, it's a cliche statement, but I, I think it's it's a really important one. Yeah. Um, and I think you know some of the most impactful people that I've learned from um, have been diverse, have, have been able to open my eyes to a different viewpoint. And I, I think that that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I got to be honest, um, in my workplace, there's not a ton of diversity in the exec team. Um, it is a lot of white males, but obviously there is some give or take. And I would, we actually talked about this the other day is, um, we would like to see more female and more diversity within those roles because it's not saying that it can't be done, but it's just something to good to look up to mm -hmm. as company to know that there's growth and to be able to know that there's potential, you know, just to have good leadership and yeah. to know that there's, there's not a limitation if it was to come. So, um, I think right now it's definitely a growth period for, you know, just to go ahead and see that in my specific workplace because I know it's something that's has been said yeah. and that our company is working on definitely because it's not unnoticed. Yeah, I think, um, you know, my, you know, I'm a first-generation American citizen. My parents are immigrants from El Salvador. So for me, it's important for me to be able to see myself or identify with or relate to someone in leadership yeah. in my company because if I don't see myself... I'm going to think, like, I, yeah. like, you start losing hope. Like, is there growth for me here? Like, am I, 
you know, is this the right fit? Is this the right fit? Do I even want to be here in five years? Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things. It's like, do mm-hmm. you see yourself because you evolve with the company as the company evolves. So it's, yeah. it's thinking into that aspect as well. So if you don't see what you're wanting out of the company as it evolves, like, do you really want to stay there? And diversity is one of those big things. So you really yeah. have to think about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that, ladies. Now it's time to move on to more ratchet conversations. Um, okay, so we are all single ladies, all right? I emphasize that already, all right? Um, and let me tell you something. Being single in New York City is not easy because, first of all, all the, all the handsome and and wealthy men in new york city i'm not trying to settle down with your ass okay because they got 12 big booty hoes lined up all right we're in new york city this is a metropolis of supermodels big booty dominican beautiful women i mean but they're they're you know i got some booty but it just does not compare um if your booty's not compared, my booty's definitely not <laughs> you know we're just like regular booty girls you know what i'm saying and there's just some crazy i'm a regular thing. booty girl you're not regular i'm a regular booty you're girl not regular. i do squats all the time i know there's nothing regular either. about I your try butt to be, but no nowadays my booty is very regular can you balance a water bottle hell no that shit will fall <laughs> can you <laughs> a couple tricks up yeah, the sleeves. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. That's next We'll episode. see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, I would like to have a conversation Jesus. over. Okay. Now, I've been, you know, I'm single. And we're all single, so we're all on the same boat. How do you feel when your bestie gets wifed up? She gets wiped up in the club. But let's, let's wait. Wiped up yeah, in the yeah, club, or like wiped up, wiped like walking up, down right, the aisle. Like wiped, yeah, yeah. What's defined wiped up? Okay. Yeah, wiped up. A lot of white, lot of wiping up Light on my end. Like real wiping up, like walking down the aisle. I'm in a bridesmaid's dress every other weekend. Karen's giving a speech every other weekend. I'm giving weekend. a speech. <laughs> She's got a file of just like um, toast speeches. Um, I'm talking about wiped up, wiped like up getting the- married. Oh, like getting either your girlfriend got engaged, is getting married, or just got into a really serious relationship. Like a girl that was like your ride or die. It was like the friend that you would go your, out with all the time. Your hoe friend. Your, yeah, your friend that you would go out and be a hoe with, mm, and yeah. go oh. out with. I mean, you didn't have to be a hoe if you just wanted to, like, you know, but shake you your ass. It was yeah. your shaking your yes, ass friend. friends. Yes. Partner yes. in crime. Yes. Your wing woman. Yeah, out to five in the morning. Out to five in the morning. The diner. Yes. <laughs> the diner. No, yeah. <laughs> this, this girl, this bestie got wiped up. Damn. And now, and now yeah. all of a sudden. It happens in my she, life all too often. I know sunshine. And she's <laughs> gone. <laughs> Yes. So what do you do? Because you, it's like losing, it's like a breakup. It's It's like losing that person that you would go to lunch with, spend the weekend with. I think it's a little bit, it's a hard balance because you're so happy. Like, listen, I'm in several weddings this year. Christina can can say the same. Yep. I'm in three. Same. Same. Uh, In three going to, I think this year 
I'm honing in on six or seven, but I'm so happy. Like, these are my best friends. My best friends are getting married, and they are marrying great guys. That's, None of them are marrying the assholes. That's they're the marrying thing. great guys. When they're marrying great guys, you can't, you can't be pissed about it. You can't them. be yeah. bitter. All you ask is, do you have friends? Like, that's all. Where are his friends? Where are your friends? Well, you cooked dinner for two. Yeah, we cooked dinner for three. Me included. Where are your friends? Like, that's really what Bring them over. But, like, because at the end of the day, it's you want your best friend to be with, like, the best guy in the world. And yeah. if they are, then you, there's no hatred towards that. Yeah. And I think. And it's hard to, like, be selfish about it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think there was a period of time where, um, you know, my, old roommate who is getting married very soon um, and getting married to one of the best guys that I know. She was my roommate. We became roommates, single ladies in Astoria. And we, I mean, I don't don't know if I would classify them as ho days, (laughs) but you wouldn't, Tara. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. You would. You would. You would. You would. You would. Listen, we were going out yeah. a little bit. We were dancing. We you were, were going drinking. Out six days a week, Tara. We yeah. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. We went to church. We went to church. Church. Um. We um. But we. We ha- we had an awesome bond, yeah. and it was a bond that was the two of us. So when her now fiance came into the picture, you know, the whole boyfriend thing was, and I think it was more so the boyfriend thing was harder to swallow than the fiance thing because it was more or less like her. It was a bigger transition. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It went from the two of us in an apartment to, you know, now he was coming over and, and again, like I will say it time and time again, I am very lucky that my friends have chosen awesome guys so you can't really get bitter about it. Yeah. But it's a weird feeling. Because it's like when you date your best, when your best friend is dating someone, a lack of a better term, you're dating them too. Yeah. It's like you're always there. You know yeah. what's going yeah. on. And like, I hate to break it to you boys, but like if you guys are in a fight, we're going to know about it. We know every text that is going on. Yeah. It's a fight, screenshot, first thing, everything. Yeah. Just, yeah. But the good thing is, is when you're, when my best friends have, have at least had boyfriends, they've been great guys, so I can't be like, ugh, like bitter about it. Yeah. But there is situations that are out, that Different, are like that yeah. out there, but I'm just happy that I haven't had that whole situation because for me, it's I'm just happy that they're with great guys because I don't mind being around them. So yeah. But yeah. But. Well, I I'm a little salty about it. I, I, <laughs> You're just gonna come over here and take my bestie. Like, yeah. who am I supposed to go out with? Yeah. Like, I gotta shake my ass too. Like, I don't have a man, but it's okay. I got my hoops think, on and my shorts and my yeah, boots. And you're like, taking my yeah, and you're exactly. taking my 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 wing woman. But same, I feel very happy. Um, but it's tough. It's like losing. It's like a breakup for me. <laughs> Why? Why do you have to go? Um. So, um, thank you. Now it's time You're to welcome. get a little more spicy. Let's talk about. I'm gonna take off all your clothes. Um, I will. Let's talk about sex, baby. Hey. Let's talk about you and me. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about all the things. Okay. 
Um, so I, you know, this, this can be tackled in many ways. Just because we're women talking about sex doesn't mean that it has to be raunchy or, or, um, um, you know, not, even though I like when it gets raunchy, but we are (laughs) Stephanie doesn't want me to walk off the show. Yeah, we are going to do it a very classy way right now, today, but it will get a little more hot and heavy later on. Okay. Um, so, okay. Um, with, when we're talking about sex, it could be anywhere from, you know, sex in a relationship, sex as a single woman, sexual health, um, sex, sex in relationship. It's, it's just so many different forms and ways All of talking about sex. sex. So many. As Tara, say sex. sex. <laughs> Say sex. Say sex, Tara. embarrass me. Okay. So, um, a few years ago, when I was single, I was young in my early 20s, and I thought, I was like, I need to get wiped up. I always pictured myself married with kids by 30. But are, didn't aren't happen. You, aren't you happy? You can't like, put a timeline yeah, on that. But like, I know. But look what you're doing now. Like, aren't you just Yeah, like, so I'm happy. I'm happy. I just, when I was in my early 20s, yeah, I was thinking something totally different. Who didn't? Who yeah. didn't at that point? So, wow. Uh, 30 was so friends. old, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I was I like, that's so old. I got yeah. gray hairs coming out oh. of every end. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I found a gray yeah. hair. Where? Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... I have Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. It was a book given to me by one of my good friends, Anna. And um, in the book, it talks, it's Steve Harvey's book, and he talks about the 90-day rule. So um, his, his understanding of a relationship, women to have a good relationship, a solid commitment from a man, is to wait 90 days before having sex with him. Is two months. No. Almost three. Oh, three. That's like three months. Three months. Well, three months. months. So okay. what do you ladies think about a 90-day rule? Is it something that you would implement in your near future? I'll take that one. Um, it all depends what you want out of that person. If you're wanting a long-lasting relationship, of course, don't have sex with them right away. 90 days, it's a little long. I don't know, but you might want to take care of yourself. Cause it really depends on that, right? It's like at yeah. that point, it's, but I, my, my philosophy is maybe like, what is it? Like the fourth date or something like that? Yeah, I do that. Yeah, <laughs> do <laughs> The fourth date? By the fourth date. The fourth date. And what is that in the span of a month? Linda, listen. Linda. If I buy a bike, I want to know, are the brakes good? How fast can I go on this bike? Two, do I enjoy riding it? A bicycle? Yes. Because if I wait 90 days to test this bike, I'm going to be pissed if I waste 90 days. Yeah, and it's not a good ride. I, I hate bad rides. So it's, it's terrible. Fourth like date is rides. fair. Ninety days. Ninety days seems like a lot. It's a lot. I don't know if it actually equates to anything, right? I don't know if it actually works. I think that there have been there has been a, a particular moment that I, that stands out in my head, in which I waited ninety days, and the 
the guy was a douche still. Like, you know, yeah. I uncovered things after. And it wasn't that I was waiting 90 days and there was like a, you know, I was counting the days like, you know, a little, you know, like a chart. But I I waited some time and it, it, it didn't work out. But I also think that waiting in general puts off a different energy about it you. Completely, completely agree. So the fourth, I don't know if the fourth date is, you know, quite the one. I think the fourth date is a little soon, but um, it's better than the first date. It's what I'm saying. If it's not the first, second date, you're good to go. You feel it out for yourself. But like, I think you put off a certain vibe if you're just like, yo, let's go bang at my place the first date within the first four hours of you knowing you. And but like, because I don't, I don't think, and again, we're it's, gonna it's, all, it's all what you're looking for. If that's what you want, then treat yourself. But if you're wanting something to last longer, I would say maybe the third, fourth date to chill. See, I have a problem with this. Third, fourth, fourth date, like in the span of what, three weeks? But it all depends on Two the weeks? consistency of it's that a, person. It's, it's a consistency. I yeah. think like how persistent that person is with you, how thoughtful and how you feel about that person. I don't think that it, it all... As a woman, I don't think that you know a person well enough to sleep with them on the first date. But if you're just looking to get laid, you're horny as hell. That happens too. That happens. Good for you. That if you're happens. Just like, you know what? I need to just have sex for my mental sanity. That yeah. is a real thing. That really happens. And you know what? Sometimes it just <laughs> you needs, just gotta needs get it on. Get banged out, and that's Me fine. Ladies. I'm no, this is the thing. This is why I do not believe in this. Yeah. First of all, I did the 90-day rule. I marked down a countdown from our first date in my planner. That's how serious I was about this 90-day rule Okay. with my ex. The thing is, this longing, this physical desire for this person made me like kind of like fall for him even more so then when we finally did have sex it was just like oh my god like I'm in love this is the man and I totally avoided the red flags because I was so focused on this plan on the sex so you had sex with him on the 90th day like literally it was like 84 and I was like Mm, let's it. round. Yeah, let's we're round. gonna round. So you didn't make it to ninety days. <laughs> but I was <laughs> close. We're gonna, we're gonna I was close. The, I was the, close. Yeah, I was close. And then, but then you know, um, last year I was on an eight-month dry spell, and this beautiful—I mean, like sexy man. Uh, he was Dominican and Jamaican. I hope. Whatever. If you're watching, <laughs> if you're tuning in. I'm not uh, talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not crying. I'm You're okay. Crying. Um, yeah. I mean, things got a little too spicy on the first date, but um, Mama was desperate. Mama was, and like I was kind of relieved because I found out that he was an ass earlier on, and it saved me That's the, what I'm the heartbreak oh. of. That's what I'm saying. Because I probably, I, if I would have let it linger, I think it would have been like. You, so let's, you want to know if the bike is broken before you before you. But ride. let's but let's yeah. talk about within the ninety day rule. A little bit of investigation. Like I know everything. This She's and I think I know. I think I. It, 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 
It's bad. Sorry, okay. It, it, Let, let's talk about this. You meet someone. I meet someone. You, I need you, to know everything about. You, no, hold on, I, hold on. I investigate this is, everything. This is a good question. You go home. What's go. the first thing you look up about this person? First thing I look up is phone number on Facebook. And then what? And then depending on where that leads me. So if you know, if he's easy and his phone number is up on Facebook, then I get right into his Facebook. I can kind of like figure out what's going yeah. on. His, you know, maybe a couple pictures come up. I see what women are commenting on his pictures. Let me tell you, this is how I was led to, you know, observing the 90-day the rule. This is how I was led to a man who not only had a girlfriend, but he also had an ex-wife and a kid yeah. that he didn't tell me about in 90 days. Mm-hmm. He had 90 days to tell me. So did he ever tell you? Yeah, he told. I mean, I, I approached him about. It. So he didn't tell me. <laughs> he didn't tell me. No, see, he didn't tell me. That's I had to. Saying. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I also think, and that could be a topic for another day. But I also think, like the investigation part of it. Like sometimes I, I hurt myself because I um, investigate a little too hard. Yeah. Like I absolutely. need to know everything before I'm sleeping and with you. But, but, I want to know. Yeah. Every, I want to like, know your social security number. Yeah. I want to know. You know. Credit score. Every, credit. What's your yeah. credit score? What's yeah. your credit score? But it's also like. Yeah, let's talk about 90 days, but it's also how they treat you in those 90 days as well. Yeah. Like they can, they, like, you could tell me something that I'm just, like, completely turned off about or not follow up with something, and I'm just like, you know what? That's why you need I 90 think, days to figure that out. So it's like, you 90 know, days. I feel you. I, think I feel Maybe you. 60 days. I can get, I can get oh, behind no. 60 days. Yes. Well, listen, this is, this is going to be an ongoing conversation with this group. Now, we're going to start closing out. I would love for, um, for you guys to give us how you, take, how you took care of yourself this week. I think it's important for women to, um, to be conscious of taking care of themselves. I think women, as our, you know, our nurturing nature, we tend to put everyone first, our, our career first, our family first, our friends first, and we forget to put ourselves first. So if you can like tell me what was one nice thing that you did for yourself or what is one thing that you do consciously mm-hmm. to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. So I'll start. I, <laughs> I bought a $50 face cream. Yes, yeah. yes girl, yes you did. Yes you bought I a actually face think cream. it was about $52. That's perfect. Something nice for my skin. What was it? It's an Olay. Olay, nice. But, Olay. you know, it's about this big. Yeah, you need it. It's about it. this big. You put a little bit on your face at night. At night in the morning. Little, at night. It's a little night cream. Do you it's sleep a night with cream, it? Yeah. I sleep with it. Wow, oh, I'm wow. So happy. This is something yes. that um, Grandma June, you know, really recommended. Oh, God bless her, Grandma June. Love you know, her. Yeah. She's 81, so, you know, she looks like. I don't know, she's 55. She That's what I'm saying. She looks yeah. I'm going to take some of her advice. Absolutely. So I got myself a nice Olay cream. That's one thing I'm really proud of. Beautiful. Second thing I'm proud of is, I think in general, like I turned 29 in July, and this is going to be a year of me. I have established it to be a year of me. That's right, girl. And yes. whether that is like getting blood work and staying on top of doctor's appointments, mm-hmm. I think that that's so important and it's yeah. something that people put second. Um, and I will be the first to say that I always put myself second or third or fourth. Um, so that's something that I've been really on top of. And... The cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Have you heard of the cocoon? Oh, don't get her started on this. What damn is the cocoon? cocoon? Oh jeez. So I'll, I'll be I'll be brief about it. 
So the cocoon is essentially... <laughs> Just say what it is. <laughs> you sit in it. It's, it's an enclosed space that you sit in uh -huh. that is like a sauna and you sweat out all your toxins. And I've kind of been on top of it. I'm going for my third one. <laughs> and it's like crazy. But there's nice relaxing music playing. There's like some refreshing scents in the atmosphere. And you lay down, you relax, and you sweat out all the toxins. That sounds yes, good. Girl. Your head is I like, out. So I like good. So it, it's a like sauna. a bed. Your head's out of it though, and you the just next sweat it out. We're all like, gonna be in cocoons. Yeah. We're gonna talk to each other. The we whole should thing. do it's that. It's called the cocoon. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. The cocoon. I like that. I like that. All right, Christina. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm the, I'm not the typical, but I always give myself a face mask at least once a week. It feels great. Um, but something big that I really strided to do for myself, I used to be a runner a long time ago, um, back in my high school days, but <laughs> I am now not in my high school days and I signed up for a half marathon. So Ooh! I'm pushing my, myself to the limit and, uh, you know, God help me if I make it through, but it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. So it just helps me like it, it pushes me. To, to just do things that I wouldn't regularly do, like work out in the morning or at least run three miles before. like How work. early are you getting up in the morning? I get up, d depends, like 5.30 to 6. So you're running longer. every single day? Uh, I, I'm running three times before work and then Saturday and depending Sunday and Monday's rest. That's so good. It's but it's something that you're doing for crazy. yourself. I am. I'm doing it for myself. It makes me feel good and... I got no more Finish wine left one. to drink, but you know, tomorrow's going to be rough to run those two miles, but um, no, it's, it's something that I've always wanted to do for yeah. myself, and it's almost like, if you know, not now, when, and then I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it, just, it's something that I've always wanted to do, and I never thought I'd do it now, but yeah, I'm excited that I am. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that I'm doing uh, for myself is, um, I, I, I took a nice bath, and I'm listening to my intuition more. Gra my grandma always takes baths. Yeah, I like Don't it. You know, it's it's a nice, good bath. Yeah, like, so, you got candles yeah. and your music. And, that's, and I think it's just like listening to my gut a little bit more, where I would be like in the past, like, oh, no, I have to clean the towel, I have to do all this, but I'm just like kind of just listening more to what I want to do. Um, but I want to thank you ladies for being on the show tonight. I appreciate it for everyone who tuned in. Thank you so much. Um, I would love to leave with a little bendicion to everyone. Um, a bendicion is a blessing, but in Spanish. Um, so a bendicion for everyone would to be to, you know, um, find the light in, um, in dark situations, whether it's work, whether it's personal, family, um, there's a lesson to be taught in every dark moment. And, you know, just always strive to find some kind of lightness and focus on that light. Um, so that's the bendicion for today. And um, thank you so much. And this has been Girls Talking Shit. Yes! Yes!